Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Happy year! <laughs> I'm Chris, I'm not the one that sold it to him. I'm Shauna, and I used to be pretty, but now I'm straight up gorgeous. And I'm Tepper. This week, we'll be watching Dr. Doolittle, directed by Betty Thomas, released in 1998. Eddie Murphy is terrified of live animals and insisted that as many as possible be superimposed digitally in scenes. When he couldn't avoid acting in the same room as an animal, the shots frequently ended with Murphy screaming. Hasn't he done a couple movies with animals? What a great casting decision. <laughs> a couple Dr. Doolittle movies with animals, that's about it. Why would, why would you cast... Wasn't there, like, a movie that he was in about, like, Slay Dogs? No, that Who? is not him. That's not even... That's, like... <laughs> Who not, is that, no. then? I, I, I can't even remember who that is. Uh... Is it Cuba Gooding Jr. or something? I believe that is Mexico Batting Sr., yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, very different human. <laughs> it's been so long since I watched that movie. Not even like close to similar looking, <laughs> or acting, or being. I, I don't know. I think my brain just like smashed the two of them together. It was like they're the same person. There's one actor in in Tepper's mind. <laughs> the all actor. All look the same to me. They all act like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've proven that's not necessarily true. <laughs> uh, Shauna brought this movie to us this week. Why? Well, I used to have the video cassette of this, and I used to watch it over and over again. And I really liked it. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> uh, does oh. anyone else have a personal connection to this film? Sorry, just as an aside, I just want to say, Shauna, I saw somebody defending Catwoman on Twitter the other day. <laughs> so you are not alone, which is terrifying. Yes, yes I yes. think I prompted that. That that yes, yes that that person is a, a award winning science fiction author. That no. Is, is not a, yes, this is a person with like Ooh. taste and who has written novels. This is not like. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, that 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 aside, uh, uh, continue. Yeah. Uh, anyone else have a personal connection to this film? Um. So, uh, cutting edge um, technology. Um, at the time uh, in waiting rooms was to have a movie playing. And um, my father, uh, a veterinarian, had movies playing in his uh, newly renovated uh, clinic. And uh, they were movies that were about animals. He felt very, uh, he loved to um, kind of decide which movies were good for being on in a veterinarian's office waiting room and uh boy did this make the cut 
<laughs> so yeah. I don't know if I have specific right. memories of this, but I've I've this was on in the background for like years of my life along with actually does anybody want to guess what the other some of the other uh hits were? Uh what was it? Uh of this era? Stallion, Spirit of or Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron? Stallion of no. the Cimarron. Yeah. We all No, that, that didn't make but, the cut. Uh, nope, wasn't in there, there, but you're were there animated movies, or was it all live-action animals? Um, I do not recall there being any animated films that were. Wow, I'm really that surprised kind of, that didn't. That was kind of play. like. I was wondering if that might be the case. Um. Uh, what are? The, oh God, there's so many. Um, uh, Air Bud. Nope. Uh, Too early. Ah, um, oh, okay. Oh my God, the Great Journey or whatever. No, these are all two. These it, it had to be like uh, the Milo era and Otis. of this movie. No, 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 the era of this movie, guys. You're, you're, you guys are going uh, way too fair. back in, into the canon. Oh, yeah, but we were children. We don't know when things came out. <laughs> uh, like everything came out in the ninety. Okay, well, but this was like uh, t- early two thousands. Okay, so I'll, 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 I'll give you the big one. I'll give you the big one. Yeah, yeah. Sea Biscuit. Ah, uh, all right, fair. Constantly, the Sea Biscuit was on. <laughs> well, well I, I don't think I've heard of that movie. Oh, what? <laughs> the Academy Award-winning film Sea Biscuit. It won an Academy Award. And yep, based on the story of yeah. Sea Biscuit. Yep, the horse. The, one the, probably, yep, probably one of the most famous racehorses of all time. Um, and the other one that I remember was um, starring Spider-Man, Secondhand Lions. I do not know that movie. Yeah, it's a little no more idea. Of a deep cut. It's about a a boy who is orphaned and he goes to live with his eccentric uncles who are like weird Southern dudes, and they build airplanes and they get a pet lion. <laughs> It's a good movie. I just the the name just makes me think it's just like uh, like budget. It's like we rented a zoo. (laughs) I've seen some amount of this. Probably, I feel like when visiting relatives who had satellite television, various movies were on, and I think this was one of them. But I'm pretty sure I've never seen the entirety of it. I think I've seen trailers for this movie, but I, I don't remember anything about them because I, I, I skipped them as best I could. I don't know if I've seen the entirety of any Eddie Murphy. Oh, what was it? Haunted, what the fuck? Oh, Haunted Mansion. That one. I've maybe seen all of that one. I watched that movie Shrek? like yes, but he's not a the lot movie. when I was younger. I wonder if that movie holds up. I remember enjoying it a lot when I was younger, but it probably doesn't. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, just thinking, trying to think. I saw plenty of animal movies, especially from '90s animal movies or like late '80s ones that we definitely haven't put on the list. Whether they would be on there or not, I just there's so many I don't remember the names of them. See any of the Beethoven movies? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I've seen at least one instance of a beethoven probably the first so i think i only saw the second one <laughs> <laughs> i think my parents only owned a copy of the second one 
Okay, I don't think there they had to copy the first one. I don't know if I saw any more. There was yeah, there's definitely a Beethoven and like MVP existed at at my babysitter's most valuable primate. That is one of my sister's favorite movies. <laughs> I don't have a lot of memory about it other than it's Airbud but with a chimpanzee. She likes monkey movies. She's also a big uh probably more than that, she's a big Dunstan checks in fan. What is that? Uh it's about a chimpanzee that goes to a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why? <laughs> that sounds so dumb. Although, if you think about it, like Home Alone Two is about a ma- a boy who checks into a hotel. So, <laughs> basically, the same thing. Uh, now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what the movie you think the movie's about. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, yeah they poster. went all out on the poster. <laughs> Just rotate that text. Like, why not? (laughs) Most of the other versions are basically the same, although don't have Eddie Murphy's name the same size as the title. (laughs) Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittle. That's the title of the movie, as far as I can tell. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so like uh, text that has been like rotated a bit. Um, bright red, huge, takes up like most of the poster. Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittle. Sorry, what was it, John? I was just like, the text is like 35 or 40 degrees. Right yeah. Now. It's not even like 45. Yeah, it's, they couldn't even commit. It's unsatisfying and the word Doolittle looks like a giant dick coming out of <laughs> And he will do little with it. Like perfect <laughs> dick level Y. Um, uh, yeah, and then there's like Eddie Murphy, kind of like bent over, um, <laughs> his dick hanging out, it's doing little, um, hands hands behind his back, uh, looking looking at us. Um, at the bottom of the poster is a, uh, dog, a rat, a monkey, um, a duck, and I don't know what that other animal is. Nobody tell him. (laughs) (laughs) I know what it is. Uh, I met, so he got this role just by going to the audition and saying, I call my dick Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> and they're like, all right, you're in, I, buddy. I think this was made for him. Like he was, he was like, it's hard to, it's hard to reconcile. Like, I guess he still is. He was like a crazy, gigantic star at the time. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah, it's just like, is this before or after Shrek? Uh, let's find out because I don't actually know. Uh, this is three years before Shrek. Wow. Dang. What is that last animal? 
<laughs> tell me. Yes. We will not go forward with this podcast until you tell me the animal. Okay, well, guess. Uh, you, you got the worry. general size. Uh, we'll put we'll put it in the trunk with you later. <laughs> I'm I'm blanking on animal names right now, so I'll I'll just I'll just skip it. Um. <laughs> But yeah, and then the then the whole background of this poster is just like flat white. Mm-hmm. They uh, just went all out. They they spent all their budget on uh, and time on the text, and then like they had nothing, no time for anything else. I'm kind of surprised the poster isn't just Eddie Murphy's face. <laughs> <laughs> it exists in the in the Telus commercial universe. We're just <laughs> yeah, flank white purgatory space. <laughs> oh, yeah, the the Mac and PC commercials as well. Same space. Yeah, yeah, yeah the non dimension of tech commercials. This is a remake too, which is interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yes, this is a l- late remake of the IP of Doctor Doolittle. When are we going to get the Doctor Doolittle cinematic universe? I mean, there are four movies in the Eddie Murphy continuation. Mm-hmm. So, like four Doctor Doolittle movies? Yeah. Yes. Or there's at least three. I thought there was a fourth. Wait, they made more. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Kids' I movies nothing. make money. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just didn't realize that they were like yeah we're gonna make more sequels to dr doolittle like i never heard of them i heard of like the original but not any of the sequels that's crazy that's weird that's weird for tepper not to hear about sequels you think he'd at least yeah but yeah there were there is some very because like there's some very old shorts of dr doolittle uh, like very early, like uh, film, and then there is the 1967 movie. Apparently, a 1970 TV series, and then this the revitalization. They're um originally they're uh, uh kids stories, I believe. Yeah. Huh. So, what do you think the movies about? Um, Other than Eddie Murphy screaming at animals, <laughs> he's not screaming in this poster. That's because they're superimposed. Uh, I I think it is about a veterinarian who can suddenly gains the ability to telepathically communicate with animals, just like Eddie Murphy did in Snow Dogs. <laughs> I should rewatch Snow Dogs. So that movie, I remember that movie just being fucking weird, like really, really weird. And as a kid, I didn't don't think I like got most of it. I was just kind of like, this is it's weird, and I'm pretty confident, rather boring. Yeah, I feel like if I watched it again, I'd be like, oh man, this movie's just bad. Yeah, they really expect like two scenes of talking animals to just like placate children. Yeah, well, like, that's the reason why I watched it, was I was, like, talking animals. They're great. Uh, and then there was, like, very little of that. Yeah, well, it's because it's only when he gets high. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. a dream sequence where, the, where they talk. Yeah. And I'll just remember him, like, 
biting the ear of the wolf or the, the dog that's the climactic um, scene of the entire film it's when he yeah minutes over the pack the dog yeah. his name is probably wolf <laughs> yeah it, it was it was very strange and then i think the something about blue cheese in that movie uh and when they like are going to splash the winner with like Powerade. It turns out it froze, so they just drop a block of solid Powerade uh, on the guy's head. Yes, and it's a, it's a very Freudian film. It's about do- dominance <laughs> and relationships with the father. I'm not. I'm serious. I'm not. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's about a Californian dentist who moves to yeah. Alaska to win a dog sled race to uh, to impress his practice. dead father. Yes, and practice Alaskan dentistry. What a weird movie! Animals. Yes. What an absolutely strange movie. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he uh, definitely, can definitely a passion project. <laughs> <laughs> Based on what you guys are saying about it being boring, they probably should have put a little more passion into it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then uh, uh, they, they I don't know, him and the animals get up to fun nonsense. Um, maybe, like, one of them needs to be, like, rescued from an abusive owner or something. Um, Perhaps a clown that doesn't want him playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Eddie Murphy Airbud crossover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's like kind of my like broad strokes, what I, what I think happens. This is a year after Airbud, which is presumably why it came into existence. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know this and was I'm just so like, early. Yeah. I was just like, cause yeah, 97 was Airbud. This is 98. Again, it's just like, it's just like, we want the star power of somebody who hates animals. <laughs> <laughs> And let's make an animal movie. It's just like. All right. We'll see you after the film. Always like to do a little amateur diagnosis. Did you tell him to get away from my butt? If you don't mind. I did go to veterinary school for five years. Is it just me or is he uh, hovering around my butt a lot? And unlike an MD, my patient cannot tell me where it hurts. Listen, seriously, could could you tell him my butt is great? So. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? I'm sorry, Shauna. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. What? There, there was, there were good moments. There were it's good fine. moments, but I personally didn't like it for the same reasons that I'm sure anybody who, like, you guys will know what I'm going to say. Um, you hate, but yeah. joy. <laughs> one of the first things you said was i hope the dog dies or something like that like, the, yes. dog, the dog didn't get killed and you were like oh too bad yeah and it caused him to like crash and seriously injure himself well well seriously mentally injure himself yeah 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 instead it, it just <laughs> he, he re- back reawoke his in his demon yeah no this this movie has the same energy as the santa claus like yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Similar. He, yeah. he, his life is going great, and then a terrible curse emerges and uh, causes it to spiral. 
And then oh. at the end of the movie, you're supposed to pretend that it was like a feel-good thing that happened. It's oh. similar energy, but with like a lot less value in the supporting cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely true. I don't know about that. I feel like this this reads as much like I think Santa Claus reads much more like a man going crazy and none of it yes. is actually happening. It's all happening like it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario, like it's all happening inside his head. Um. Uh, this this is like actually magical and and uh i feel like i buy this a lot more than santa Claus. yeah this is a, this uh, is a boy I, born crazy who who <laughs> in his adulthood remembered that crazy. correct yeah like like obviously santa claus is like an extreme like this is not nearly as uh as as crazy as a man having his body changed against his will and yeah. well and like like the santa claus it. does a lot more to describe how how the eldritch artifacts work yes whereas this is just like the cat scan says you're normal yes and a then man is like, born with a curse yeah. slash gift yeah yeah and, and again like um it's not a bad movie it is what i'd say like like um for most people, I would say like, yeah, this is like totally fine. Just for me, a lot of the like humor in this just didn't land. But there was like some really good stuff in here. Like there were moments where I was like, oh yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, really enjoyed the like I am Sizer Co- <laughs> or uh, <laughs> yeah, I cannot talk. <laughs> but uh, the uh, dog prison scene was the very dog good. prison. You were a fan of the dog prison. The dog prison was was pretty good. The pig, I really dug the pig a lot. He was great. The voice cast of all the incidental, I only have one or two lines. F- fantastic, like yeah. really fantastic. Ellen DeGeneres, Gary Shandling, Gilbert Gottfried. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I think Gilbert Gottfried was a couple characters actually. Um, trying to think of who else there was a lot of people in here who was like wow i can't norm fucking mcdonald norm mcdonald yeah. put this movie on his back and carried yes it. yes he <laughs> was he was by far the best part of this movie the the cast of this movie is insane like the amount of talent that they packed in which is why it's kind of a shame that this movie is really just kind of like fine like it, it i don't know like it's it's good but like with the amount of talent in here it's like oh it Guys, feels like it should have been better paul giamatti is actually in this movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. If if you if you people don't list Paul Giamatti, <laughs> I will kill you. I will come to your houses and I will murder you. You're I mean, all in you the have, same house, you so have, it's you have easy. The power to, you have the power to list him. Just like knock knock. <laughs> Hammer. I'm climbing through your window naked with a hammer. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so like the the uh, yeah he uh, Norm was amazing. Like by far the best part of this movie. Um. I'm trying to remember some of the really good. Oh my god, when he's interrupting them about to have sex, and he's like, "Do you want a suggestion for a good position?" Yeah. <laughs> good good joke good joke yeah yeah no it, it it was definitely like 
like again it, it's uh, uh my dislike of this movie is uh only personal i think otherwise like other than my own personal taste i think this movie is good um it's just not good to me that's fair there's just such confusing things about this world <laughs> oh uh, yeah the yeah the universe doesn't make a ton of sense the animals all speak animal language, I guess, and they can talk to each other. All animals can understand each other, and according to uh, the guinea pig, what was its name? Uh, Rodney. Rodney. They can't understand humans. There, there are a few instances of animals being surprised that the humans, like the Norm MacDonald dog is also surprised. Yeah. He can understand but him. But like the like Rodney says that I can understand you implying that they can't normally understand humans, but they yes. fully, they have a full concept of human culture. Yes. Also, apparently most animals speak English, except yes. that orangutan who speaks Spanish. Yes. Cause he's from south yeah. of the border. <laughs> <laughs> and what? that just makes literally no sense. Well, animals, animals have animal language that, mirrors human language what does it yeah, make well, sense it, about that like it's just, it's just yeah it's it's animal bracket english don't ask the German animal animals what they were doing between Spanish. 1939 and 45 <laughs> <laughs> but like they don't they don't learn it from listening to humans but they do fully understand human references well, they, I think they respect uh, human uh, uh, borders. They also... Uh, also that. <laughs> countries, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> the internal logic is incredibly flawed. That was a little confusing. Can the daughter understand animals too? Uh, yes, she's she is uh, Dr. Doolittle 3. Oh, she's oh. also cursed. Okay, because there is a moment where she does respond to an animal. Oh no, the curse gets uh, passed down through the bloodline. Yes, it's genetic. Yes. Yeah, and it, and and that's so Raven got a different version of the curse. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that Raven Simone is also in this talking about. It was so weird. See, it's just like that's definitely Raven Simone, but she's yep. just. Obvious, a different human because you're like ten years younger than your normal than the appearance most people have seen you as. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like it's like, yeah, wild. Well, I had fun with this movie. What 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 did you think of it? Seeing it now as as an adult. Um, I'm not as uh, starstruck by it. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. I'm glad. There were a few. There were a few parts I didn't like, like the the fart and the poop jokes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they don't age great. Mm-hmm. Also, what a what a '90s resolution to getting out of a, uh, a mental institution by just being like, it's just like, it's like you like to wear strange clothing as a man. It's like, all right, mm, yeah, <laughs> got him. <laughs> he was the villain nominally or maybe the other partner was a villain i'm not sure yeah the the primary villain is his co-worker sort of 
I like how unabashedly self-aware he is. Like, yes, no, I'm oh. I'm very selfish. Oliver I want Platt, the money. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just very straightforward about how bad he is. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of appreciated the movie not even like trying to tiptoe yes. around it. Yeah. It's just like, it no, just this like, is the bad guy. Yeah. I was like, I'm not good at this. I'm very self-absorbed. I can get Gene in here. <laughs> yes, exactly. What he's like, do you remember when we were like in the terrible neighborhood and helping poor people and how fulfilling that was? He's like, no, I do not remember that. I blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> I like money. Yes, let yeah. me get Richard Schiff in here. Let me get the doctor with a conscience in here. <laughs> that's another guy that's in like a ton of no, nothing that we've done but like just so many character actors that have been in a billion things like jeffrey tambor peter boyle richard schiff just great really really just uh amazing cast in this movie amazing cast passably uh screen written <laughs> <sighs> yeah i was looking up that screenwriter um there's two screenwriters um one i'm not sure what else she did um but the other is nat uh nat mod malden um who also um who also wrote open season so i guess she's just like a i do talking animal movies oh wow they did open season (laughs) yeah she has 15 writing credits (laughs) on this movie no. Oh, she does. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She has 15 writing <laughs> oh, credits. No. The other writer has 13. Ah, oh, the other writer uh, wrote for Dr. Doolittle 2. But not three. Also, one episode of Seinfeld. Oh. Huh. Oh, man, and the Jim Henson Company did the puppets? I was really surprised by that. Yeah, I was blown away when I saw that in the credits. Like, what? The puppets like weren't that great, but I know Jim Henson did them. Like, I was usually really they're good at that because the yeah. CGI was actually pretty. Whenever it was CGI, I was like, okay, that looks like an animal moving its mouth. But a lot of the puppets were just very obviously bad puppets. Yeah, especially the Chris Rock guinea pig. Yeah. I wonder if they got like the budget package from Jim Henson Company. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is like, well, I mean, they blew so much money on voice actors, <laughs> ran out of money for the puppets. This was a fairly expensive movie. Like it made bank, but fairly expensive movie. I mean, with all the talent that they got in here, like yeah. Yeah. I did not know there was a sequel made for a Christmas story. I know it's not very interesting to me. I, I, <laughs> what do you guys feel about uh, Christmas Story? I'm a Christmas Story disrespecter. Uh, it's uh, we watched it every year, and so I have positive associations. I I enjoy the movie. It's the one Christmas movie we, we like consistently watched. That uh, same, but it was like a slog. That and um. Sound of Music were always on, and I remember being like, oh, great. Gotta watch these again. Yeah. I've never seen it. A Christmas oh. story? Yeah, I've never I've never seen it. I feel like I showed it to you. You've, you've told me you wanted to show it to me. Sure. But I haven't actually seen it. Maybe that'll happen this year. 
this year being yeah. 2023. <laughs> Maybe this will happen in 11 months. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Nat uh, Malden uh, is the, did teleplay by video for A Christmas Story 2. I don't know what that sentence means. Um, uh, also, uh, The Tiger, that's Albert Brooks. I don't know if you guys know who Albert Brooks is. You, he's he's no. a very prolific voice actor. He's um, uh, he sounded dad. familiar. I just so he's plays him. he's the dad in Finding Nemo. Oh, uh, and uh, my personal favorite, he's Hank Scorpio in The Simpsons. I just saw that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's like his That's... second. It's his second listed credit. Probably but, like, my popular. favorite episode of The Simpsons. What are you guys doing? Working? Could you work harder? (laughs) Sure thing, boss. (laughs) I mean, that is that. If if that was me, that would be my first credit. That's kind of a big move to say that's your second credit. Well, I mean, it's just like I don't know. Oh, this is actually this is chronological, and so he was in an episode of Kirby Your Enthusiasm more recently than The Simpsons. I see. But yeah, he's he's very distinctive voice, uh, especially in the Finding Nemo. Hmm. <laughs> well, you've got to carry this one, Sean. It's your movie. <laughs> <laughs> you must roll this boulder up the hill. <laughs> what what was everybody's favorite animal? Ooh, hmm. Crystal the monkey is the only animal uh listed in the credits. Oh sorry, they are uh, sorry, they are uncredited. They are credited uncreditedly on IMDb, but no other animals. <laughs> I think I like the owl pretty good choice do you, something just screwed me all the animals that have ethnic accents do you think they're esl <laughs> or like animal animal esl you know what yeah they're 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 immigrants okay so that monkey was actually french yeah <laughs> the rat was actually mexican came from south of the border yep <laughs> But yeah, the the way I I loved your description of like man, like did George Lucas write this movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was. it was a lot of that kind of thing. Yeah, like it, it really reminded me of like yeah, Star Wars and um, Osmosis Jones, where I'm just like, oh my god, these accents. Yeah, <laughs> this is not necessarily racist, but uh, definitely a little weird. Oh, it's. <laughs> It's set in San Francisco. Of course, you're gonna have a lot of Mexican characters. That just makes sense. Yeah, they'll be the rats, <laughs> and will make the drunk monkey be French. <laughs> like... <laughs> yes, France noted for its monkeys. <laughs> oh my God! And the Jewish pig. Yeah, the it's the, so the, funny the Hamilton camp as the pig. Oh, obviously not a kosher establishment. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, probably my favorite animal of the 
of the movie was the pig. Cause, yeah, that, yeah, because that was just uh, such a good line of like, yeah. <laughs> like just the way he talked and everything. I did like at the end as well when they're like barricading the police and just like it's like pigs go home and it's like no not you. <laughs> what about you, Ivan? Um, hmm, it, it might have just been the compulsive dog because I do I love Gilbert Godfrey. So. Yeah, that was pretty good. Although I do, oh man, like Bettelheim is a great name for a cat. <laughs> what a what a ridiculous name! It only has like one line too. Yeah, and a snicker to indicate that he told him about his deviant behavior. Is 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 that has to be a reference to something, right? Uh, that has to be some like psychology reference oh. to something. Oh, I thought I thought you were referring to the to the pink tutu with the, with a thong. <laughs> Bruno Bettelheim was an Austrian-born psychologist, scholar, and public intellectual. All right, an early writer on autism. There we go. Also, like, so his psychiatrist barely passed medical school and then that's, became a psychiatrist that's or... a good sign that's always a good <laughs> sign <laughs> so. oh this is fun much of Bettelheim's work was discredited after his death due to pro- fraudulent academic credentials allegations of patient <laughs> abuse accusations of plagiarism and a lack of oversight by institutions in the psychological community okay huh I wonder oh, right I wonder if the person who named that cat was going that deep with the reference. I I think probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and we'll get a Spanish orangutan in here. <laughs> He'll never be able to talk to it. Man, it's so weird looking at the credits when I see Beagle Woman, and I'm like, oh, that's the woman who had the Beagle as opposed yes, to. Not a Beagle who is. I don't think there is a Beagle in the film. I mean, there's the one that the woman owns. Fair enough. <laughs> the one that's not deaf but doesn't want to listen to her. That's not a Beagle. Is yeah. that a Beagle? That's not a Beagle. I don't know. No, that was a golden retriever. Yeah, wasn't it? Whatever. There's a beagle woman, so presumably there's a beagle. I do not remember where it was in the movie. Hmm. Or if the people uh, doing the credits knew what animals were. I don't think the people doing the credits know what a beagle is, because I'm pretty sure that's the lay-down Chauncey woman. And that was not a beagle. Yeah, that was that was the woman who I was assuming it was. So. Huh. Huh. Another bit yeah. I liked is when he's first losing his mind and the animals are all talking to him and he thinks the horse is telling him to move along, but then the police officer like <laughs> leans down. I thought that was a funny <laughs> bit too. That was yeah, funny. that was good. Yeah, they like that was that was cute. Uh it's kind of like they like debated on like kind of like playing it slow or not. Because they're just like, no, he just hears all the animals. And he's, he's immediately crazy. But what if we had one decent joke about it? It's like, okay. Um, 
also man his 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 patient at the beginning of the movie the woman who refuses to not eat shellfish <laughs> yes yeah, pretty funny yeah <laughs> but i took it out of the shell <laughs> <laughs> also like it just like uh yes uh one 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 a.m uh red lobster uh dinner please mm-hmm. i i am deathly allergic to shellfish <laughs> Or when she snuck into the bathroom to eat a whole crab yeah. out of her purse. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. She she needs to go to the, the Paul Giamatti mental, mental institution. She does not need a doctor. She has an addiction. She has a self-harming addiction to crab. Mrs. Parkes does. <laughs> I don't... I still don't really understand his job. He was... A doctor with a, yeah, but it's so like, yeah, they had like they had a small practice that was yeah. seemingly quite large. Yes, that didn't that kept him not particularly busy except when merger things came up. Yes, was, and and they're going to get a bunch of money for which they will need to fire a bunch of their staff. Yeah, I also I don't know what the value of the merger is. For anyone involved, for four Besides, million, I think they said no, 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 no. But like, for what reason would you merge? Oh, like, I, he said uh, best doctor or what was it like? Best equipment, better doctors, or like there was some like list that he gave close to the beginning okay. of the movie when they were talking about it. it I just don't know like, why he wanted the practice. Like the, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, it seems like they're very comfortably upper middle class. Yeah. 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 Like they got two vehicles, they got a nice house in in San Francisco. Uh, I assume I assume the other two doctors also are doing okay. I mean, this now nah, this was the late nineties. They're basically destitute. <laughs> <laughs> got to remember, not modern standards of, of 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 living. Yeah, that is funny when they're like four million dollars, and you're like, cool, so you could buy. Uh, you'd split that three ways, and then each of you could like maybe buy a house in Toronto. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old jumping boy, uncredited. What do we What do we feel about the dad? Um, potentially traumatized his kid by getting the dog taken away when he was young and then years and years later being like ah, I was I was wrong to do that I was a mistake I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't have had you exercised by a random yeah <laughs> random reverend that didn't know how to do exorcisms well and like it's just like it's just like I'm going to have a reverend come in shake you violently and then send the dog away when it tries to defend you. <laughs> I think that reverend was a LARPer because he was dressed as a Catholic <laughs> priest, but he wasn't yeah. a Catholic priest. Yeah. It was like, what? <laughs> what is this gentleman doing? Look, it's way cheaper to rent the costume <laughs> than to get a reverend. <laughs> <laughs> Most uh, uh, five out of five out of, five out of six devils can't tell the difference. That, well, but like, I mean, if you got a real one, he would be like, "That's a miracle!" Like, there are literally like uh, there are saints that like did that that could talk to animals, and that was the miracle that they did. So, mm. like, man, if you just sprung the extra twenty dollars for the for the real priest, <laughs> we wouldn't have had any of these problems. 
I also like he's just like, it's just like, now that I've taken away your dog, you can make real friends. And then he kind of never did that, presumably. No. He devoted himself to studying at medical school, presumably. And like kind of made two work associates. Well, he made two work associates. One who's maybe the, a friend. The one was a friend. The other one yeah. was a false friend. He was a friendly work associate. <laughs> he helps him out at the end to do uncre- uh, un un unlicensed brain surgery on a tiger. <laughs> There's nothing in the rule book that says an MD can't practice on a tiger. <laughs> yeah, man, that exchange between him and the vet where the vet was just like talking shit to him. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, we've had many MDs come in here and yeah, trying to diagnose it, but I went to vet school for five years. That's really funny watching for me because my dad's actually a vet, and uh, he's—I've watched him have the opposite, like uh, interaction several times, and almost always been right. <laughs> it's also weird because then it just like comes up that he is like the predominant cat he's, doctor. Yeah. He's actually like really good. Well, but he's good at cats. He should know. He doesn't know yes. what to do with the the other thing is we used to have a guy that worked at my dad's clinic who that was his go to was every time anything came in he's like well got to stick my finger in its butt. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the only thing he knew how to do it was like well here we go. It's like well did it work? Nope. Gonna have to find another vet for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only know how to do one thing. Dogs do have a lot of butt problems. They have like a gland that makes scent in their butt. That's why they smell each other's butts. And uh, they get infected and impacted and stuff. Um, did you guys know the the raccoon is Pee Wee Herman? No. It's Paul Rubens. Huh. It's Pee Wee Herman was the raccoon. Like this movie's crazy for voice actors. Yeah. Yeah, it's so packed with talent. Like... I do like just John Leguizamo as rat number two. Oh, <laughs> of, yep, of Titan A.E. fame. <laughs> we got a lot of, we got a lot of, uh, a lot of never end the story alums here. From rat number two to Sid the Sloth. What was his name in Titan A? Like Goop or something? Goon? Uh, the annoying one. That's all. That's all I remember. Yeah, Goon. G U N E. Oh, yeah. There was a sloth in this movie. Was there? Yeah, it was. It was very brief. It was when his wife was like. There's animals in her house, and she opens the door, and you see a bunch of animals in the kitchen. And one of them is a sloth hanging from wherever they hang the possum hands. I heard wherever they hang the possum hands. <laughs> yep. Yep, I also heard that. <laughs> the possum um, hands, I assume, yeah. is what you... Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the only one I noticed in that was the was the possum. So. I'm just like, how to. How does sloth get there? That's 
not native to America. It fit, well, it hitched a ride on the horse. Monkey. Yeah, but the monkey at least came from like a circus. You can get kind of get that. But oh, I mean, so do the sloth, presumably. Speaking of the yes, the famous okay. circus animal is sloth. Um, <laughs> sp- Look, speak- it was a pretty bad circus. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, circus, though, did uh, Ivan you catch the push me pull you uh, walking in the background when the tiger? It was like out of focus too. No, I didn't see it. Was okay. that the double-headed llama? Yes, that's uh yes. Okay, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's hey, well, that's that's deep Doctor Doolittle lore. I don't want to give any spoilers. Huh. Hell yeah. IMDb changed their site. I don't know where the plot keywords are anymore. It's awful. Ooh, yeah, we got to get those. Taglines, he doesn't just talk to the animals. <laughs> Although, on that note, he probably should have talked to his wife about this sooner. He probably could have avoided being committed. Yeah, probably. Well, but he didn't want to embrace his destiny. This is a, this is a film about destiny and fatherhood. That's how, that's, that's how I feel about well, this movie. It's just like he spent a night embracing his destiny and then just yes. like kept it quiet. <laughs> Yes, well, and it fulfilled him. Oh, maybe this is a metaphor for cheating on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they even make a joke about that when he's uh, when he's with the a tiger at the end. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's 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 the associate that actually cares about his well being. Yeah. So that makes sense. Featured review on on uh, IMDb: an average kids film. We've watched a lot of kids' films. I would say this is a slightly above average kids' film because it was yeah. much more watchable than like a lot of a lot of other stuff we've said. Also, this movie, I was when it started, I was like PG thirteen, wow. But afterwards, it's like okay, they said ass like ten times and pussy once. Oh yeah. Hmm. When the tiger is about to jump, one of the rats calls him a big pussy, and I was like, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. yeah, the whole like I'm gonna commit suicide tiger bit was quite good. <laughs> what a bad goof. <laughs> Goofs. Adult tigers weigh around six hundred pounds, however, John's SUV doesn't squat an inch or bounce when the tiger enters or exits it. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all the huge SUV heads were really disappointed in the accuracy of that what an embarrassing uh, an embarrassment on on the people who worked on this film to not to yeah. not account for that what what is he driving around in is that a jeep or what what is he driving we uh never mind we got to go to the the car wikipedia that i'm sure exists. <laughs> i know there's definitely one for like uh planes and stuff so well well we've also become very acquainted with the gun with gunapedia yeah. f- from uh tremors on the bonus content sign up oh, for yeah, our yeah. patreon if you want to hear that one fellas <laughs> yes the the i don't even know what they call themselves <laughs> i'd be great if it was just the internet movie gun database it's something like that it's like a series of autists that love guns there are many i'm sure there's a train <laughs> one too now that i think about it 
Plot keywords include veterinarian, remake, San Francisco, California, based on novel, F-rated, reference to Brad Pitt, annoyance, character name as title, Dr. Doolittle <laughs> character, two-word title, man wears glasses, <laughs> slime house, slime house, time frame 1990s, female director, female filmmaker, Time frame, 1960s. Probably not that one. Yep. Well, That's probably I guess correct. maybe when he was the original a child. Is 1960s. Well, but I guess when he was a child is mm. maybe. Anyways. Year 1968. Year 1998. Five-year-old boy. 35-year-old man. 10-year-old girl. 11-year-old girl. <laughs> Campbell's Soup. Diet Pepsi. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Dog. Doctor. Tiger, African American, scatological humor, sure, pig, yes. thermometer, alligator, egg, <laughs> attempted suicide, first part, <laughs> shoulder massage, title directed by female, surrealism, medical profession, dysfunctional family, brain tumor, bird poop. Back to back is very good. <laughs> Blockbuster, barking, monkey actor, pigeon, dog actor, orangutan, owl. Man, it'd be gr- this is why when you ha- add a tagging system, you need to standardize the fucking tags. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that these are just right in is ridiculous. Animal human communication. What other movies have animal human communication? I bet you there's more than you'd think. Oh, I'm, no, I don't doubt there's a lot. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, there's the 2020 Doolittle. Lo- no longer a doctor, though. <laughs> G-Force. <laughs> it's rated just under Dr. Doolittle. For relevance to this tag? I don't actually know how this is sorted. All right. Oh, I almost finished them. Might as well. Guinea pig, monkey, bad smell, father-daughter relationship, father-son relationship, flatulence. Father-son? Oh, yeah. His father. Yeah. There's no son. Fathers are also sons. Yeah. It should be be father-dad relationship to be less confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, at first when I read father-son relationship, I was just like, is that in reference to the one point where he says he has a son that he keeps in a cage? That was pretty funny. His son, Rodney, keeps him in a cage because he has hygiene problems. Man, I was delighted that Norm MacDonald, when this movie started, it was Norm MacDonald narrated. I miss that guy. That Like, oh, what a national Canadian treasure, Norm MacDonald. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought he was going to be the guinea pig. And then I'm like, oh, he's not. Guinea pig forgettable. Guinea pig not necessary for this film. Correct. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. So forgettable that Tepper didn't even notice it on the poster. Well, he didn't even know what it was <laughs> well, called. I, I, I yeah. saw it, but I couldn't remember what the... Like, I was like, I've seen those things at Pet Stores. What the fuck are they called? And I just could not remember. <laughs> I know uh, what we're getting until... for Christmas. Uh, and dear God, no. 
you don't even like those. Tepper's a bird guy. Tepper's into birds. Yes, I would. I would get a bird or a cat. One of those two. But yeah, no. Uh, I I was just like, like I was looking at it, and I was like, I've seen those things like all the time. Why can't I remember what the hell they're fucking called? It's a miniature copybara. <laughs> And then, like, got a little bit in the movie. I'm like, oh, guinea pig. And then they said it, like, 30 seconds after I typed it out in chat. It's like, okay. Yeah, at first I was wondering if you were, like, 30 seconds ahead. In in South America, they eat those things. And every time I see a guinea pig, I'm like, man, that looks delicious. (laughs) I wonder what they taste like. I love rabbit. Rabbit's one of my favorite meals. And I I, I assume it tastes like rabbit. And every time I see a guinea pig, I'm like, oh, man, I bet that thing is tasty. (laughs) They're one of those animals that look like they're all meat, like a pig. I guess that's why they're called guinea pigs, because they're kind of shaped the same. But like, yeah, don't don't bring me a guinea pig. I'd eat it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you a guinea pig. I'll eat well, it. No, I'll this, cook it for you. Yeah, I, I is, would get it for you specifically so you could eat it. This is this is why Chris is going to get you one for Christmas because yeah, you exactly. Just like, I don't want it, so I'm going <laughs> to give it to him to cook it up. <laughs> this is this is like a gift of the magi situation. <laughs> uh, See, I sold like my it, guinea pig to get you this guinea pig cooking pan. <laughs> See, there'd be there might be like moral questions if Chris bought a guinea pig at a pet store to eat, but if he gives if he gifts you a guinea pig, and then you are unable to care for it, well then that's just. <laughs> <laughs> be a hell of a thing to do though is just like go to a pet store and just like start looking at the guinea pigs and like like talk to the employees there and then just like slowly you you drop, bring drop like along a scale as well and you just start <laughs> weighing them one by one just... your most delicious <laughs> guinea pig <laughs> i will not sell you my most delicious guinea pig <laughs> better i'm going into battle <laughs> Need your most delicious guinea pig. Um, this director, Betty Thomas, um, also directed the Brady Bunch movie, and her last film was Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Squeakquel. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Retire after that, baby. What else do you need to do? And she directed Twenty Eight Days. Not twenty eight days later. Not twenty eight days later. Yes, yes. very different. (laughs) I was just like, as I said it, I'm like, those are not the same movie. Yep. (laughs) It would be great if twenty eight days later was a sequel to twenty eight days. To twenty eight (laughs) days, which I think is like probably a rom com based on the Sandra Bullock is in it. Well, I guess it's time to go do some surgery over at Tepper's Tops. Ah, ah, <laughs> ending a scene by screaming. Ah, ah. <laughs> so much screaming. I, as I, as a tiger, can tell you that what that you're currently touching the blood clot. <laughs> When he was talking about famous tigers and Norm MacDonald dog brought up Tony the Tiger, that's a perfectly good 
tiger. I don't know what the problem with that was. It is certainly better than a complete lack of an answer. Yeah. My go-to was Siegfried and Royd's tiger. I would have said Ronnie James Dio, ride the tiger, you can see his stripes, but you know he's clean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't you know what I mean? No one knows what you mean, Dio. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, Maybe tigers do. So yeah, Dr. Doolittle. Mm-hmm. Um I think put it above the Santa Claus 2. Huh. It might go higher. I need to think a bit more on it. Interesting. But it might it might go higher. It's definitely I think Santa Claus 2 had higher highs, but it also definitely had lower lows. Yeah. So that, that makes just, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's an incredible coincidence. So I was talking to my dad in between our uh, when we took our little break after we finished watching the movie. And uh, I was like, do you remember what other movies you used to play in the uh, clinic? And he said, yeah, Cats. We used to play Cats all the time. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, honestly, the like kind of the bottom five on this list, I'm I need to think about because I might rearrange parts of it because Santa Claus Two honestly wasn't that that bad, and like The Illusionist is a bad movie. <laughs> like, every time I think about The Illusionist, I'm like, should it go lower on the list? Because right. man, it was not good. But all you remember from Santa Claus Two is the good parts. When you think of it, so that, like, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's how I feel. It's like, oh wow, yeah. <laughs> Santa's got a buzz. That makes it that makes it better than a movie where all you can remember is boredom and the bad parts. Yes. yes. Yeah. Coco. Like, I love Coco. Like name name the good part of the illusionist that isn't Paul Giamatti's face. Um oh. uh, when he clowned on the prince. Yes, yes, yes. That is exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> like like the first time? <laughs> when he clowns on the prince or like when he uh the sword like the when he's at the, the party yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah 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 when he clowns on the prince and not the follow-up where he clowns on the prince over the course of like three months <laughs> and is the rest of the movie <laughs> and is much less good yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. enjoyed reading the short story <laughs> i need to read that because that sounds amazing it's like 10 pages you can finish it don't yeah make, guys don't make me read the dr Doolittle novel <laughs> oh well looks like we have some homework <laughs> we're all gonna read the dr doolittle novel now what if we get paul giamatti to read the dr Doolittle novel i yes i would listen to yeah that. yeah <laughs> um but but yeah yeah so that that, that bottom five might might uh have uh, a couple entries rearranged um, but I need to think on that. Number one, if we if we <laughs> if we just start saying close personal friend of the show, Paul Giamatti, does that will just happen eventually, right? Yes. <laughs> oh man, and I'm holding up my record of being 
the trash lord. Yeah, wow, Shauna. I'm in the bottom three. So sorry, Shauna. No, no, I like it here. (laughs) You're you're one of the rats. Yes. (laughs) I love the trash. Can eat more of the trash? Although I mean, you you might get a reprieve. Uh, Santa Claus Two might go up on that list. This and is a Doolittle. Also, might go up a little bit. This is a dark era. Like Sh- Shauna, who is unequivocally just like a kind and wonderful person, <laughs> is 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 the bottom of this. And, and Connor, who is a self described trash human, is in all five of the top five. This is not like we are in the upside down right now. We are. <laughs> yes. Listen, Connor's redemption arc was just too strong. No, this like, is what I'm saying. It's not a redemption arc. This is the era of Satan. This is like a dark era. This is a bad time. I mean, it just goes to show that like Sh- uh, Shana became a wonderful person despite their childhood movies. Oh, oh, I see what you, this is like. This is like the three days in hell. This is the the like in between Easter Friday and Easter Monday. This is the like, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Shada is Shada is is bearing all the sins of the world right now. I get it. Shada is going to bring a movie eventually and it's going to be like. Well, it'll be season three. Yes, it'll be season three. Will be the the like true the era of glory. <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> There's some movies on the list that I don't think are going to go over well. All right, <laughs> we got another like twenty five movies for this season. Don't worry. Unlike, unlike Catwoman and Doctor Doolittle, fam- fam- famous successes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shauna's highest movie is number 11. Shauna doesn't even crack the top 10, guys. Damn! <laughs> what was Shauna's highest movie in season 1? Okay, you were on Witches in season 1. That was number 5 on the list. Okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> And then 26, Jumanji. (laughs) (laughs) Jumanji deserves better. I mean, we watch a lot of pretty good shit, and it was a very early watch. Jumanji's probably higher on this list. As I said about the season one list, there's a lot of movies in the middle that are probably not rated where they kind of should be just because there was so much time between between them. And it it got hard to really rate them at a certain point because that might be like, like an interesting bonus thing that we might do is like just ask Tepper like okay Tepper without looking at the season 1 list name your favorite movies from season 1. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. So for now Dr. Doodle sits at number 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Below yeah, yeah. cats and above the Santa Claus too. Number twenty out of twenty-two, which I think is notable. <laughs> I mean, below cats was enough of a statement. Yep. Yeah, uh, like, like again, like, like there's definitely. I, I don't think like the illusionist and below. There, there's, there's going to be a shakeup. 
done. No. Would, I don't think they're all rated properly. You would rather watch Cats, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> now, replace all the talking animals in Dr. Doolittle with the actors in, oh. in Cats. Oh. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> This is just this man's uh, descent into madness as he tries to understand what Jellicle means. Yes. Well, also, also recast Doctor Doolittle, but all the all the same actors, but in like animal suits, shrunk down to like eighteen inches tall, like Tiny Norm Macdonald in a dog suit. Oh my god! Really fun. This is the this is the this is the same year as Cats. Yes, it is. Hell yeah! Oh wow! Yeah. If if this had come out after, uh, Eddie Murphy might have insisted that all the actors, in fact, be uh, people in in animal costumes, so as to avoid <laughs> screaming. <laughs> it could have happened. So are we are we deciding that the evil partner is the villain of this film? Uh, uh vaguely like, debatable. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh oh uh angry dads uh confused uh, dads money <laughs> lucrative deals yeah <laughs> i don't what i don't i mean i still don't, i don't know the i didn't pay too much attention to that deal but like he could have taken the money and then gotten tools that would better suit uh looking after animals I think they wanted him to be there. I think like them working was part of the deal, but you are, you are correct. He probably could have done like five years of that and then been like, I retire. Yeah. I guess they were presumably mostly buying him. Cause he's good at his job, even though he seems to have lost <laughs> caring about his job. But such is the way. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's... Um, the psychiatrist? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, societal stigma towards the mystical. Towards, <laughs> yes. <laughs> towards animal community. Towards being weird. Yes. Uh, people who dislike Einstein is the villain of this movie. <laughs> yes, the, the people who burnt Joan of Arc at the stake. Yeah. I was, yeah, it's like don't worry about being weird. All the other people are weird, like Joan of Arc. It's like yeah, she that yeah, how'd that yeah. work out for her, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, Eddie, you want your daughter burned at the stake? Look, he he's a medical student. He didn't pay that much attention in history. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like there's not much of like a villain. Like, it's yeah. like yeah, there's the guy they're pushing for the deal, but he's not like super villainous about it. He's just greedy. He's, it's so weird, like, like both, both actors in that, like his part, his, uh, work partner and the person who wanted, who was like trying to buy them. They're just businessmen. Like they're not even bad businessmen. Yeah. Like they're not being like underhanded about it or they're not being like trying like like, duplicitous. Like it's just kind of like, yeah, we want to like buy your you know your clinic and stuff yeah and here's we want to buy your clinic there will be there will be layoffs so it's do like, we yeah do we think this is a, a man versus self or like a man versus society story fundamentally i don't know if it knows the answer to that 
Fair enough. That might have been why it's only kind of okay. Okay. Tiger (laughs) Tumor? Is that the villain? (laughs) Honestly, I'd be kind of fine just not having a villain for this one because there doesn't really seem to be a good clear cut antagonist. Like unprecedented. All right. Uh we'll do this, but you do have to put it on this list. Yeah. Shauna has brought blank as a villain. (laughs) Where do they rate on this list of things that actually possessed villains? (laughs) Is it better than pure energy? I, I, guys, I listened back to that episode and it was uh, like, I felt like I was going insane again. <laughs> Especially when Ivan like pulled up the Wikipedia for what pure energy is. It was listing things. Oh, and he kept saying sentences right. and I was like, yes, correct. You're agreeing with me. And you were like, no, I'm disagreeing with you. And I was like, <laughs> if I had hair, I would be pulling it out. <laughs> not having hair is one of the signs of being pure energy oh no <laughs> uh yeah um deciding whether to 22 or 21 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean Patrick in the cupboard didn't really have hard. like yeah i mean like he's not even like he's he's an antagonistic force kind of like, yeah. that movie didn't have much of a villain either. Yeah, they're both kind of in the same boat of, like, yeah, there's not really an antagonist. Uh, I guess put it in the number 22 slot. Bottom of the list because of the lack of an actual particular antagonist force. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. All right. Congratulations, Shauna. Yeah, what's your villain rating now, Shauna? Shauna. I feel like I need to send a bouquet of flowers to Shauna. Like, this is... (laughs) Uh, You're doing fine in last place of a villain rating. (laughs) I mean, villain ratings are all pretty even. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's not too much of a gap, honestly. Yeah, between tw- 10 and 12.5 average for anyone who's brought more than one movie. We have a business dad. Yeah, we do have a business dad. It's, this is the first time we've had the movie be about the business dad. Yes. Uh... Central character business. Okay, I would like to excoriate the business dad to start off here. He has a glass of orange juice in hand. <laughs> and he is talking about a giant egg. He's talking about uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh it was very God. disappointing. Very well, disappointing. I'll... Well, but he does and say he's telling his daughter to be normal. Yeah. So, oh my God, he tells his daughter to be normal, and how to achieve that is take a carton of eggs to camp. Sure. All right. He. <laughs> It's pretty... Wow. Huh. The the people who wrote this movie watched our pod... Uh, listened to our podcast. <laughs> they were inspired. They didn't go all the way, but... Yeah, they couldn't deliver. Um... Yeah, like, he... he, he but he, he's, like, pretty, like balance between 
dad in business. Like once once he does the business meeting, like he goes to camp. He he puts on a front to be a dad in the yes. early half of the movie, he and just, then when he and then he starts caring about animals and stops caring about his yes, family. He just changes yeah. his business to animals. I don't think yes. he ever stops being business. He I don't like it. It is mm. it is. A coincidence that the one daughter is also interested in animals. The other daughter, the the Raven Simone daughter, ignored completely. Yeah, yeah, you know um, what? You're right. Forced not to pee at one point, <laughs> <laughs> and like he never, he doesn't even like he never reconciles with his wife. She just like, well, his dad says he's not crazy, so yes. I guess I'll go support him Man. by standing in that operating room. That wife is horny. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is the the plot arc of the wife of this movie. She's, like, horny, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm busy helping animals. <laughs> she's horny and is... She's down to have money. And that's about it. Yep. Well, and she's like, you didn't sex me enough. You're going to a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're when you when your when your husband uh, like goes down on a rat more recent more than he he has fair. on you recently, very fair. <laughs> you at least got to talk to your wife about bringing a rat into the bedroom. <laughs> I'm thinking of opening this relationship to rats. <laughs> this is the future that liberals want. Um, <laughs> um yeah you guys have convinced me he's he's pretty business um i think number four Ooh. Uh, knocking down astronaut car business dad from heavy metal <laughs> the best business dad on this list honestly also the like <laughs> shortest screen time business dad yeah. <laughs> to the longest screen that. time business dad honey i have a gift for you and it's interdimensional evil that melts my face <laughs> all right medically sane business dad uh makes the list just below crazy suit business dad from spice world all right is anyone we want to list can anyone possibly think of a single name? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Thank you. List yeah. him twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you found a way to get me, you son of a <laughs> Just confirming. Okay, we haven't made that joke before. Okay. I was curious if we have, in fact, listed him twice before, but apparently not. <laughs> Paul Giamatti and Joel Piamatti. And uh, Gilbert, I forget his name. Gilbert Gottfried. That's it. I knew it was I, another G. I would also like to uh, list Norm Macdonald, because I think Norm Macdonald did a yeah. fantastic job in this movie. He carried this movie so hard. Yeah. And we should list Battleheim, the discredited psychologist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not... The cat. No. Bruno Bettelheim, the fraud. 
What a perfectly normal list we create. Nice. Noise. Uh, hey, we have actual kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, shit, we do. What a rare cool. treat. Uh, both daughters, one daughter. Sure, why not both daughters? All right. Nerge daughter and that's a raven. <laughs> Animal daughter and that's a daughter. There's a crow in this movie, that, but there's no raven. There should have been a raven. And the, the, the raven Simone daughter would talk to it. Success. We made it. And yeah, it's gonna be weird because we're gonna we're gonna watch the original next. Yep. Oh boy. And I don't remember gone. much about it. What were you gonna say, sir? Uh, we haven't gone that back that far in time uh, on this yeah. season yet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah, I feel like it'll probably do worse, but just because of the pacing of an older movie. But really. I think you're underestimating the like old man uh, soul that Tepper has. No, that's Tepper. <laughs> like honestly a compliment, Tepper. I mean, he he hasn't liked the old movies I've brought up until now. Oh, fair enough. Right, the, you the, brought, the, the, uh... yeah, but you brought musicals. Yeah, yeah this like definitely isn't a musical. Points. Definitely not. <laughs> all right let's rate this arbitrarily uh i'd like to rate this film two heads out of one llama uh i rate this film eight ducks in a bathtub um i rate this movie one tiger out of one blood clot oh uh, I rate this movie, a tiger weighs 600 pounds, and yet the card didn't bounce or uh, give give any weight indication. <laughs> As always, I've been your host, Ivan. Oh boy, I've been Chris. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.